Hello, how's it going? How's everybody doing? So it's your it's your favorite duo. We're back, and we're better. So you know, for those of you who have been following us for a while, we used to host on WFU HD three, and now we're bringing you a podcast. Dun dun dun. Welcome to the Sister Sister Podcast, a podcast for spiritual baddies. We'll be doing things a little bit different. Before we used to do more music related, obviously we cannot do that now due to copyright and we don't want to get fined, you know? I'm just here so I don't get fined. Literally. <laughs> um, we're literally going to spice it up a bit. We're going to talk about a lot more spiritual stuff, go really in depth. And a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about today is, like, where we began with our own spiritual journeys. Oh, by the way, I'm Al. And I'm Amaya. Um, if you want to keep up with the podcast, you can follow us on all of our social medias. We'll plug them right now and at the end. So, you know, you, you can uh, follow us. <laughs> yes. So, on TikTok, because we will definitely be TikToking for sure. We are SS period spiritual podcast with her. We are sister sister underscore SP. And if you want to email us, and I will also drop our Instagram. If you want to email us, we are ss.spiritualpodcast at gmail.com. I'll also put all of this in the description of the podcast so you don't have to go searching for it. Yes, and I don't remember the Instagram username right off the top of my head, but we'll re-mention all of this again at the end, so don't worry about that. It's okay. Alright, so a little bit about ourselves. Oh god, where do we begin? Well, let's first talk about how we met. So, four years ago, in 2018, of Maybe July, I want to say. I think it was July. We met our at our college orientation for freshmen. And Elle and I were very different. I mean, we still are very different. Like, but There was not one thing that we had in common at that time. Oh, yeah, no. Not at all. She had... You didn't have your hair dyed then, though. No, my hair was my natural color. Um... Because I was like, I'm going to go to college with my hair my natural color and be a normal person. And then my second semester was blue, so. Yep, that's what I remember. The first color I remember it being was a really bright blue. Um, but yeah, so we go to our orientation, right? I'm this yeehaw hick from central Pennsylvania. And I was so worried I was not going to make any friends. So I made a promise to myself that I was going to speak to everyone in my orientation group. I was too cool for orientation, and I just was not, I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I really, I just wanted to be home, I didn't want to deal with anybody, and we were roommates. And they, they were, were roommates. roommates. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were, we were orientation roommates, uh, and that isn't where the friendship actually started. It started, I want to say, in spring 2019, kind yeah. of. Kind professor of. K's class. Oh, Professor K. Um, so, orientation, I ended up having, like, a pretty decent, like, group that I stuck with. 
and one of our good friends, Jen, actually, shout out to her if she's listening, her and I like were glued together at the hip from the moment that we started talking, mainly because she found her safe person and didn't want to like lose having someone to stick by during orientation. But we said all of maybe 12 words to each other. Yep, a lot of it revolved around, you know, the bathroom time, so. Yeah, I was like, you gonna shower? Cool. Yep. Gonna shower later. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that was pretty much it. That was the entirety of our um, communication. Speaking of communication. We we were both communication communication majors majors in college. Yes, and we do share a lot of common interests. We both worked at our student newspaper. We both had a radio show, and then we did a joint radio show our last semester because the bright idea just popped into mind because yeah we needed two brain cells to have an hour on monday nights at 8 p.m um we also both worked at the student union building yes she got me my job there in my last semester (laughs) again i literally worked there for one semester it's great though good money i still work there now (laughs) um what else? We were in our sorority together. I joined after Elle did, so she joined freshman year, and I joined my sophomore year in spring 2020. Which is when COVID happened. I was the COVID crosser. Yeah, it's okay, though. Kind of, like, moving a little bit forward in our journey. So we met in Professor K's class, as I said, like, and actually started to become friends. I think um, we were reintroduced to each other in, like, a different way. Yeah, like, it was... That class had a lot of like creative freedom with the projects and stuff so we kind of got to see a little bit more of like what people were like what they were interested in and all of that so I think that really kind of like gave me and Amaya like something else to talk about because when we were at orientation we both were just like this is awkward yeah but it's okay I don't regret one bit I remember after I had joined AST I wore my letters to class and Amaya was telling me that she was interested in joining a sorority And I was like, oh, you should come to one of our recruitment events. We're doing continuous recruitment. Like, it would be so fun. Oh, my gosh. And then she came to our event, and she never left. (laughs) Yeah, no. They loved me, like, so much. So, I I, I mean, I would have joined fall, but the story goes that I would have been the only person crossing, and they didn't want that for me. So I came back spring 2020, and honestly, it was better that way. Yeah, because now you have Amy as your class sister. Yes, Amy. My queen. She class sister bond is just, like, so sweet. She moved to Florida. I know. I had dinner with her before she left. I met her the day after. Met up with her the day after. Sorry. What else did we do together? I mean, really, the next step of the story goes is you joined the Equinox. Oh, yeah. So, I joined... Well, I guess I would say I came around that spring after, like, Elha joined the Equinox and AST at the same time. Um, she was just doing everything. Um, listen, I lived on campus and I couldn't go home on the weekends. What was I supposed to do with my time? No, literally. So I ended up joining the Equinox my fall semester of sophomore year. And I quickly became the video editor because I, I love doing videos. I love making videos. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me tell you a little bit about this video editor position. So I was entertainment editor at the time and I was basically being trained to be the next editor-in-chief and I said because we had went to this conference in Washington DC I said to our current editor-in-chief Admir, gotta love Admir, I was like we really need a video section like that'll really step everything up 
And he was like, well, do you want to start it? And I was like, I don't have the time. I was like, I'm going to be frank with you. I'm I'm running all of our social media right now. I am the entertainment editor. I'm doing all of the layout and design editing. Like, I don't have the time. And then Amaya. Lo and behold, I had an interest in video. And we said, Amaya, Take the wheels. (laughs) Take the wheel, Amaya. Take the wheel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so Amaya became a video editor, all because I said, we need a video section. It's the future. And then that spring, I somehow became part of management and was helping run meetings without being asked to. I just decided that that's what I was going to do. She also always brought the snacks. I was known as the snack queen in 2020, so. Yeah, then elections came around spring of 2020 after we moved completely online and our editor-in-chief had fallen off the face of the earth and I was promoted news editor during COVID because I was like our um, point person on all the COVID coverage which was kind of crazy and I remember sifting through like 50 pages of documents that Professor K had given me um, while I was at work at the sub (laughs) before everything closed down and then we ran for editor-in-chief and managing editor and it was a really close race of no one else running so we won yeah we won no (laughs) one wanted it and we won again the following year so we ran the student newspaper for two years a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that paper. I can tell you that right now. Oh, yes. Um, I wiped my hands, though, this past May. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm over it. I mean, my little is <laughs> the news editor literally following in my footsteps. She She's the next us, but just one. But, yeah. She'll be fine. I have um, faith in her. But then the radio station. When did you start with the radio station? I started in fall of 2019. So I started in spring 21 because that's when I took the class. I always wanted to do it sooner than that, but I just, it didn't work out. So I met with Mr. Mr. Ranzer, talking like we're in, I met with Professor Ranzer and he knew me because he knew Elle. And if you know Elle, then you know me. And if you know me, then you know Elle. That's just how it goes. We're always together. Yes. Two peas in a pod. But anyway. So I started, and at the time, we were still online because of COVID, so I had to record my stuff at home. It was very tedious, but fun at the same time, but yeah. That was also the semester I became program director. I just realized that you took the class the first time that I had to go and talk to the radio class about the station. I remember that. I remember that. Oh, God. So I recorded online my first semester, and then fall of 2021, I was able to finally be in person, and... It's just so much different. I love the radio station. The vibes are just immaculate at the radio station. We then decided for our last semester, we would host a show together, Sister Sister, which is what inspired this podcast. And I guess that's pretty much up to date on where we're at. We graduated. We sat next to each other at graduation. If we didn't sit next to to each other, then it wasn't graduation. I'm sorry. Like. Um, <laughs> Tina Lapont making all of the comm majors go to the front of the room. She said, everyone needs to go to the front at this moment. Like, she said, I don't care about anybody else. I care about you guys. She's like, all of my comm majors are graduating together. She was like, absolutely not. Oh, um, comm majors. Yeah. All, what, 19 of us? I'll say, few and far between. <laughs> Literally. 
So we graduated. Um, I'm currently running my small business, Chaotic Crystal Chick Co. And I just recently, um, very recent, took a job as a travel agent with Archer Travel. So uh, all your booking needs, I got you. But <laughs> And I am continuing grad school at FDU for another two years. I will be the GA of marketing. GA stands for Graduate Assistant Marketing and Public Relations because I want to go into digital marketing and work for a creative department in the marketing agency. And then maybe down the line have my own agency one day. Very big dreams, but we'll get there. And then right now I'm working as a summer programming assistant for orientation. So I'm planning it, executing everything, leading a bunch of people and telling people what to do because I've always done that so yeah oh and I'm going to be continuing grad school at Grand Canyon University I'm doing my master's in psychology which is really funny because I thought about doing my undergrad in psychology and was like eh, let's be a writer um and interesting I'm doing my focus in life and business coaching and organization management so that's pretty cool but uh, that's dope I mean you already own the business so that's half of it yeah, um, I'm also doing freelancing with my business and stuff, helping people get their websites started and all that kind of stuff. So we both have a lot going on and we're both very busy all the time, but we said we're making time for this podcast. Even if we film, film, record, I mean, we will have a filming component at some point in the near future when we have a proper location set up. <laughs> but yeah, we're definitely going to start this, uh, I would say 30 minutes each time. But we're going to definitely get into the nitty-gritty of be- of spirituality. And I feel like we should each talk about, at this point, our spiritual awakening. So Yeah. Do you want to go first? So my spiritual awakening actually started in 2020 when COVID happened. I was always into astrology, and literally every person I ask, I ask what their sun sign is. And if they're willing, they give me their birth time and I figured it out and then I'm like okay that makes sense or that doesn't make sense perfect example being it was my sister's birthday on Tuesday and at dinner I was talking about astrology and I got my dad my sister and my stepmom's birth time and now I know what they're made of and (laughs) my dad is a cancer rising and a Capricorn sun and it makes sense and my sister is a cancer sun Sagittarius rising but no Capricorn rising, I'm sorry. And that also makes sense. So, astrology, it's interesting how theirs are inverted. Actually, I just realized that. But anyway. Cancer uh, risings always do me dirty. (laughs) Yikes. Um, But, yeah, it started in 2020. It really started with astrology, and then it got into manifesting and, you know, taking the steps to make your life better whether that be taking care of your health, mental health, focusing on you and what you want, putting yourself first before others, serving your needs. That's really where mine fell in. And then along the way, I started getting into crystals. Um, My best friend is black tourmaline. I had a black tourmaline necklace and it recently broke on me, but it did what it had to do. And I'm a big firm believer in protective jewelry and accessories. So yeah. So my journey uh, starts kind of similarly. It was the midst of the pandemic, um, you know, deep, deep in the walls of COVID. And 
Before that, I always have had an obsession with crystals and rocks. Like, ever since I was a kid, we would go to, like, Indian caverns where I'm from back in Pennsylvania and Penn's Cave, and they always had, like, a shop that had all kinds of crystals and stuff in it, and I literally have this huge collection from when I was a kid. Um, and that collection has just continuously grown, but we'll get there in a second. So I'm, like, going through this spiritual awakening. I'm finding out a lot about myself, um... I had just moved into my first apartment with roommates, which was honestly, like, really hard, but, like, I do think that, like, my path with spirituality made it a bit easier, um, and then my lovely, my lovely best friend over here, Amaya, bought me my first tarot deck for Christmas that year, and I was like, okay, I'll give this a try. I continued to collect more crystals and started reading a lot of books about witchcraft, and I also, um, heavily, heavily follow Chaotic Witch Aunt. Um, if you don't follow her on all the social media platforms, I definitely recommend it because she's very knowledgeable. And she also has a very similar path as me with Italian folk magic. So I started doing a lot of research on those sort of things, those sort of topics, and I deemed myself as an eclectic witch. Which, it's also kind of weird because, like, since all of this has happened, like, I've become a lot more open to like a lot of things um we have a house ghost his name's bruce at my apartment <laughs> we love bruce um we have an understanding that he don't mess with anything and he can stay but i since oh and so i had my business in july of 2020 but i was established as a recycled clothing brand that's this creation so i would upcycle clothes from the thrift store whatnot and sell them so then in June of 2021, I started selling crystals and I had no idea like what journey that would take me on. In August, I became a vendor at Lunar Fair, which is the biggest witchy night market in all of New Jersey, which is super cool. It happens every full moon and new moon. Honestly, we should do an episode that's just about like what markets to go to if you're into spiritual things, because I know of so many now. Yeah, so it really just kind of took off from there. I moved off Etsy. I have my own website now with that. Um, but I read tarot for a living. I have bookings that you can book with me through Zoom on my website, and I sell crystals. And I actually just celebrated Litha on Tuesday, um, which is a summer solstice festival. And, like, I had made this really big, like, dinner. I do a lot of, like, kitchen witchery as well because Italian folk magic and your ancestors are, like, nourish yourself. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit, they actually need the food. Um, <laughs> so I, like, made homemade bread and everything. But, yeah, that's kind of, like, where it started and how it's going. I still read a lot of books on spirituality. Um, I'm sure we'll do a whole episode on that alone as well, but... Be Here Now by Ram Dass, that book is life-changing. I really think that's kind of, when I read that last summer, it really projected me onto, like, where I'm at with being able to manifest what I want into my life. So, all because of Maya bought me a tarot deck. <laughs> yep, speaking of tarot and tarot decks, I would say, watch how other, okay, so I got into tarot by reading... I use Twitter a lot, so I follow, I used to follow a lot more tarot readers, but over time, you kind of find, and this goes for any website, social media, that you follow tarot readers and spiritual people on, you gotta find who fits with you. At first, I was just find, following whoever, like, I resonated with at the time, but then over time, I quickly, like, okay, this one is not for me, this one here and there I'll vibe with it but like you gotta find what resonates with you and obviously 
my piece of advice is if you gotta try and figure out in your head to make a tarot reading work it's probably not for you but if you read it and you're like oh wow that really resonates that is really my life right now then it's probably for you and also my best advice is don't go looking for readings on twitter instagram youtube they'll come to you when you need it that's very true um so my old roommate actually lexi she is a big fan of shanetta's divine tarot um she does like monthly prediction pick a card readings a lot on youtube um but she also just does like a lot of live streams and stuff where like she does tarot like for free and her energy like i personally like vibe with her a lot um but she like always says like in her videos like don't try to make this resonate if it doesn't like pick another pile if I start talking and it like doesn't seem like it's meant for you like you know and she has like a whole like intuitive picking process that she like does with people at the beginning of the videos and I appreciate tarot readers like that because I feel like a lot of people especially on YouTube with like the pick a card readings or like pick a pile reading they're just not like (laughs) well thought out I guess is the way to put it because they don't like tell the person like how to intuitively pick which pile would be the one that has a message message for them. English is hard sometimes. I would also say tarot readings, especially in Twitter and YouTube, that mention like five different zodiac signs. It doesn't always like um it does it's not always gonna resonate. Um also read from if you know your birth chart, read from your rising sign. Your rising sign represents your ego and who you're more likely to come off as so i'm a gemini rising and a lot of people are like oh yeah you're outgoing and i'm like i don't believe that but then i realized i'm a gemini rising so yes i am very outgoing and i don't think it but um try reading from your rising sign also some readers drop like i would say symbolisms or signs or from the universe it could be animals it could be angel numbers it could be literally anything if a few or more tend to resonate with you, then it's probably for you. But if it doesn't, it's okay. Also, don't pay to get love readings. I've made that mistake before. Don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> don't do um, it. I offer relationship readings on my um, website, but that's not necessarily like a love reading. It's like to tell you what you need to work on to better fit yourself into a relationship. Yes. Love readings are not the only readings you can get. Get career, get regular general get health get finance and career there's all kinds of stuff don't just focus on love it's not the only thing in this world i just i want to backpedal a little bit to you saying to read based off of your rising sign i'm an aquarius rising which it's very apparent when you first meet me oh yeah like I thought Elle hated me for like a year or so and bro everyone says that and i'm like guys literally whenever we were at orientation this is so funny I'm gonna bring Jen up again she like said that she was a communications major and I was in the front of the room and she was in the back so I like turned around because I like wanted to like remember her face because I was like oh I can go talk to her like we have something in common and she thought I gave her the dirtiest look whenever I looked at her and I was like no that's just my face yeah she does have the bad case of the RBF I can't help it. It's the Scorpio moon, too. Like, it's just... And the Virgo sun. My big three just say, nope, I'm not here for it. Meanwhile, all I... 
the weight of my heart is buy me food because I'm a Taurus moon. We love that. We had Chipotle earlier. Yes, it was delicious. But something that we did on our radio show that we wanted to continue doing, that's why, you know, tarot gets brought up, is the tarot card of the day. Tarot time. Tarot time. Here we are for tarot time. That's going to be our jingle, and I'm going to sing it every time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm going to shuffle the cards. So basically, tarot time um, is basically where Elle picks a deck. Today she has the field tarot. It's very cute and pretty. This is also a really good deck for beginners because um, each of the cards that aren't in the major arcana all have like words at the bottom of them that like represent what the card's like base meaning is. So especially if you're like trying to learn how to do bigger readings, not to like plug this deck because I don't get any money from this deck, but it's a really good deck for beginners. Yeah, it kind of helps you like put it in perspective what different things are saying. I also recommend Everyday Tarot. It's purple and gold. That was my first deck, and that was also Elle's first deck. Very cute and tiny. So yeah, we pick the tarot. Well, we don't pick it. It gets drawn from the deck. Whatever comes out first is what Spirit needs to tell us. And Spirit said (laughs) two. Three. Three. Oh, boy. Three. Get them off the floor. We've never had three before. Usually two. Let's see, but this one came out first. Instigation. Yeah. So the Prince of um, Wands came out first. This is kind of like the beginning of a fiery start, a passionate start. Um, this can also be an offer of like passion, um, whether it's like in your career life, it can also be in your love life, but it doesn't have to be. Um, being that we have the Ten of Discs here, I would say this is definitely more career. Um, so the next card we have is the Five of Discs, which, re- which really focuses on your... Um, kind of destination that you're trying to get to within your career, finance, money, that sort of stability. And then the last card that we have is the Ten of Discs, which is complete financial fulfillment. So really, I think that this reading is saying to follow your passions towards your destination, but just know that like you're going to get a lot of fulfillment along the way. So don't be so focused on the destination all the time. Enjoy the journey while you're at it. Period. cute message. Love to see it. So that is tarot time of the day. Like we said, if it resonates, it resonates. If it doesn't, it's okay. You will get your time. (laughs) Hopefully at some point it resonates for you. Yes. But that is about all we have time for today. So before we go, let's plug in all of our social medias. Instagram, we have ss.spiritualpodcast. And on Twitter, we have... Sister Sister underscore SP on TikTok. We have SS that spiritual podcast, same as Instagram. And if you would like to email us, it's SS that spiritual podcast at gmail.com. As you can see, we try to do uniformity, but that doesn't always work because Twitter said no. But yeah. So, what are we talking about next week? We are talking about affirmations how they work and the lingo tips for them where to do them when to do them and of course tarot time of the day if we don't do tarot time then it's not a good podcast (laughs) all right guys thanks for listening and tune in next Next week we drop every single friday at 2 p.m peace out